Here we go! My name is Bubba. My name's Anna. And we are super muffly right now. Is uh, it? Do you think they can tell that we are? Um, I th- I think that you I want to go ahead. Mu- you don't sound muffled to I me. I don't. I sound muffled to me. And the reason we're muffled is because we are both wearing masks. And we'll get to that in just a second. But I wanted to address it immediately before we got into actually doing the what whole if, podcast. What if, what if we just take the little muffler things off of our mics and we just muffle our faces? Is that fine? I don't think that's... Is, I don't think it works the way that you think that it works. Oh, it's darn. The muffler on top of the... On top of the microphone isn't pressed against my lips. <laughs> and so that's what's creating the muffled sound. Like I said, you are tuned into Church Nerds, a Backroll morning show. And this show is made possible by listeners just like you and a strong partnership between Backroll Radio and Love Thy Nerd. And aside from being a founding member of the aforementioned Love Thy Nerd, which is a ministry that exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors, I have almost coming up on the end of eight years Mm -hmm. full-time church experience on staff. Congratulations. Yeah, like super soon. Super soon. I know. And I'm just going to keep plugging it, lovelynerd.com slash Bubba, if you want to join us and be a part of this partner team. That would be amazing. Yep. We're doing it full time. Um, Yeah. Going all the way, all the Mm -hmm. whole, the whole nine yards, the the whole enchilada, all the marbles. What's the thing you say? All the tamales. All the tamales, all of it, everything (laughs) full in on Love Thy Nerd only. Yeah. So lovelynerd.com slash Bubba, if you want to be a part of that and join our partner team. Uh, we talked a little bit about the, you know, nerd culture missions and what that was a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and go back and listen to that episode. I think it was fantastic. Of um, course you do. Mainly because this is what I'm doing with my life. So I think it's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, what would an episode have to be like for you to be like, uh, that was meh. That was, that was not uh, a really good one. Uh, you know, three out of 10 stars. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I guess if we did like a, like an episode on Final Fantasy or something like that, I would. Oh, watch yeah. your mouth. You're going to lose some some uh, listeners. It's probably for the best. Some people yeah. really like that. Oh, I know. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit about it. Yeah, this is maybe not that one specifically, but yeah. some stuff. Well, so, um, <clears throat> oh, I guess I need to introduce myself. Yeah. Which who, I didn't. Who body you? Um... What is that? What Penny said? Yeah, Penny always says, "Who body? Oh, Who body yeah, on the phone?" Penny. Um, I'm Anna. I'm your wife. I um. Are you, let's are see. you telling me? Like, because I know. Yeah. yeah. I am a player of Stardew Valley a lot lately, um, and I don't know what else. I work in children's ministry, and not I, today, but yeah. not today. So I mean, we just need it. We just need to it's, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's time. You all know who I am, everybody. I'm Anna. Unless you're a first-time listener, I have children. Which is I homeschool why them. we do this every week for the first-time listeners. For you first-time listeners, yes. Homeschooling mama three, married to a nerd. None taken. Yeah. Um, you like being. A well, nerd. I'm just I I'm just saying none In taken. In fact, our yeah. children do not associate the word nerd with. They, they think that being called a nerd is the coolest thing. Yeah. Ever. They Absolutely. love it. We have stripped it of all of its negative connotation. <clears throat> yeah, it's not like hey nerd. Um, yeah, 
They, it, I don't think they've seen it used negatively. I think in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh. How are you going to get it? Like he does his spray on shoes. How are you going to get it off, nerd? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, great. Now I got to make that a GIF so I can use it on the internet. Yeah. Well, hey, I like that movie. Your mask. Hey, my mask. Y'all. Our masks. Okay. So we are like sitting in our own home masked. Yeah. Like I, I sit two feet away from me all day long. No mask. Mm-hmm. You enter mask. Yeah. Because so... Uh, let's see, a, a week and a half ago, you were exposed to someone whose wife tested positive. That is correct. That, uh, who didn't know yet. And I still love these people. Yes, we love them very much and very much are still going to be a part of their lives. Oh, yeah. However, so we were just kind of watching for symptoms and taking all the precautions, you know, living our lives um, and just watching for symptoms. And thought we were in the clear and then I started to feel kind of eh <laughs> on Sunday, um, like after work. And it is like not horrible at all. No. But it was just enough to be like, well, I can't really rule out that it could be the the Rona. Rona Lisa. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like some tightness in my lungs. Yeah. Some some congestion, and I was talking with the person who I knew had it, and like, hey, what was this like? And it didn't sound very dissimilar. No. And so I just went ahead and got tested because I can't, couldn't really, in good conscience, continue going to work with small children. No. And their families. Or other people in general. Or anyone. Yeah. yeah, like my coworkers, if I got them sick, the entire children's ministry team at our church would be down down yeah so it was like that's not super smart so yeah i don't have any results but i'm just kind of trying to like i just wear a mask all the time at all home. the time i mean it's anna totally 100 percent understands all of the issues that anybody who wears a mask for five minutes and it's hard for them she's been wearing it in the house around our family for well, three days, two yeah, days? Yeah, it's not super fun. No, it's not I fun, just but like take, I do appreciate it. I take, like, I take breaks from things when I start overheating. Reading reading books aloud is really hard because it's just all this oh, yeah. <laughs> used up air. It's just, it. you know, certain things are more difficult. Well, and, and we are across a small card table from each other, mm-hmm. dead in the eyes. Which is yeah. which is basically, it, but that's, the fan is blowing all the air toward me. You're welcome. So the Enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> you get, take it's your droplets. For, it's for your protection. You you take your droplets. How are, but here's the awesome thing about it, though, is that sometimes I get a little bit touched out. We have one child that is very clingy, like loves to hug all the time. Oh yeah, wants to be touching me. All, all the, the time. time. And like anytime I'm doing thing, it's things on my phone or things on the computer or something, it's like three children right here in my face. And now I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Coronavirus. Yeah. I need y'all to back off. I need some social distance How right now. How long can we use that, that for? It, that has been actually delightful. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I might use that going it forward. It is sad at bedtime because the one kid is like. Yeah. I just want to hug. I just want to kiss. And it's a yeah. little bit heartbreaking. Well, it's a little heartbreaking. He'll be fine. 
<sighs> anyway. He'll okay. be fine. So other big news. This is the only other banter. You have we more news? Going... Yes. Bigger than coronavirus. We have news. We'll see. Yes, we do. We'll see. We found out the, well, so here's the dicey thing. Oh, some wow. people call it a gender reveal and some people say, nope, can't call it a gender reveal because people don't choose their genders. I will say that we didn't burn anything down. We did not burn anything. Nothing, the state of Texas is intact. It's fine. Well, I mean. But we did. If it's not, it's not our fault. Reveal the sex of our baby is the correct terminology. Yes. So some people think you shouldn't call it a gender reveal party. And they're like, you should just call it a sex party. Oh, and I'm like, okay. well, that might be a little bit confusing. Hmm. Um, it, Just a little bit. Yeah. It was, well. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You might get a, a uh, you different are, crowd coming to your party than you thought. Your internet and my internet are just. Are they? They're just different. Well, okay. Do we want to tell them though? They uh, should know this already. Most of boy. you probably know. It's a boy. So we already have two boys and one girl. Mm-hmm. And so everybody mm-hmm. was kind of like wanting balance. And then oh, it's, man. no, it's just getting more lopsided. I wanted a girl so bad. You say that, but so then bad. you also had this kind of struggle with Naomi not being the only girl. I was ready and to love her special less. special little, oh. Well. Yeah. I, 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 I'd resolved <laughs> you myself. You could still do that, I guess. I could. I, yeah, just, you know, for solidarity's sake. Well, it it is a boy. No. But I also learned, this is the other thing. Um, so last night I was up, uh, I think I texted you at 1 a.m. Uh-huh. Because we're not sleeping in the same room either right now. Yeah. Another a big boon of this is that I get to sleep on the couch for <laughs> three hours before Caleb gets up and builds a fort <laughs> in the living room. I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry. My gosh. <laughs> and he builds the fort. I know you're, you're trying to say something, but he builds the fort right by my feet. Uh, yeah. And so he's like rustling around and hitting the couch and like. His, the top of his head is brushing against my feet. And I just this morning was like, you have got to stop. Get out of the fort. He's an early riser and Bubba is not. You're, you're not is, an early riser. No. Especially when you're texting me at one o'clock and I'm like. You don't even pretend no, 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 that you no, no, are no, no, even no, no. getting listen, ready to go listen, to bed. Linda, Come on now. Linda, listen. Linda. Yeah, have you seen that thing on the internet where the kid's like, Linda, Linda, oh. listen, Linda. <laughs> um, what I was going to say was I was I was like starting to begin to wind, to wind down, down at one o'clock in the yeah. morning. So well, I mean, you'd been streaming. I don't know. So I had fallen asleep already. And um, then Levi woke up with one of his like night terror uh, yep. fits. And it was, it was a rough one. And so then I was like, there was no, there was no going back to sleep for me. So anyway, I was on like, I'm part of this birth message board thing. It's like all these women who are delivering babies the same month as I am. Yeah. It's called Facebook. It's, but it's not, it's something else. Anyway, um, you hear about like mom wars and, and I hear a lot about like, do moms, they need to just be kind to each other. Like basically we just need to offer each other grace because we have different opinions and different histories and stories and all of those things. So we're going to raise our children differently. Uh, it checks out. Yeah. Obvi. Yeah. Um, but some people are pretty judgmental. No, not on the internet. So one of the things they're judgmental about is all of the parties like baby showers, gender reveal parties, and sex parties, sex parties. I had no idea that they were like controversial. 
until I was, and I've had three kids. I've been on these boards before, but mm. this one in particular is all these people who are like, no, you shouldn't be having all these parties. Um, number one, COVID, you know, obviously. Mm, yep. Number two, they're like, um, that is very gift grabby and attention seeking. And I'm like, really? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't plan it. Like somebody else asked me if they could do this and planned it for me because they're really excited for us. Yeah. And, or like somebody is like, is it, is it in bad taste to have a second baby shower? Like you have a second baby. Are you allowed to have a baby shower? And I'm uh, like, uh, yeah, 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 duh. Cause you need stuff yeah. still. And they're like, um, no, no, absolutely not. I think that's in very poor taste. Okay. Well, you're not invited. Uh, fixed <laughs> it know. next. But again, with the gift grabby. And I was like, this is why I shouldn't be awake at 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. Because oh, did you get snippy? I did. <gasps> uh, what I wanted to say, because they're like, that's tacky. And what I wanted to say was, no, it's tacky to label people without knowing anything about their situation or their character. That's tacky. Uh, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't say that. Can sum that up in two words. You are. By Felicia, that's my two words. Oh, those are two good words there. Yeah. Uh, No, I just was like, I just, I have never seen people be so hostile and just ready to label people as gift grabby before. And this is making me legitimately angry. If they want to have a shower, guess what? They can have a shower and you're okay to celebrate somebody's baby. Because you know what? They still need diapers and wipes and like a whole bunch of really consumable things. That's, bath toys. That's those actually don't, a myth. Those don't make it through what, more than one baby people because yeah. they're disgusting. Actually, uh, kids don't need any of that stuff. Um, <laughs> for billions of years now, they have uh, they've gone without bath toys. That's <laughs> true. That's science. So that's I did true. a little bit. I was like, here's all the things you're you're gonna need every time. And you know what? I've thrown. Fourth baby showers, fifth baby showers for people. People who only have one kid. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Let's go. No, but I'm just like, hey, come on now. It's They're just being rude to each other. So, Well, here, I'll tell everybody. Leave my wife alone. Just let her have her baby just showers. Don't cha- they weren't saying it to me. Don't challenge me at two in the morning or whatever, Here's, though, because I will fight you, apparently. I get feisty. We have to have these baby showers because... That Xbox ain't gonna buy itself. No, come on. I'm just saying. No, I'm gonna put nobody's it on there. giving us I'm cash. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm not asking for cash. I'm asking for an Xbox. That was pretty specific. Well, you just can then. put it on the. I'm gonna put it on there. Put it on there and get the discount. Just gonna see how it goes. No, no, you can put it on there and then you can take your like um, registry completion discount. Mm. Yeah, or you, you can do that. Or you guys could just buy. <laughs> no. Um, Well, hey, we're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because Church Nerds will be right back here on Back Row Radio talking about no boundaries in open world gaming right here on Back Row Radio. Church Nerds here on Back Row Radio, the live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is that you found us, lovethynerd.com slash churchnerds, maybe, I don't know, just throwing some stuff out there. Maybe so. Wherever you found us, thank you so much and welcome back. 
Today we wanted to take time and talk about some things that have been coming up a little bit more recently. Um, and in fact, if you caught the episode of Co-Optional on Twitch a couple of weeks ago, you might have seen Anna and my little therapy session. <laughs> um, yep. Well, you want to talk about that a little bit? Do you want me to? I don't, I don't know. So uh, we're fine. Just open world gaming. Yeah, we're, and... we're not sleeping in the same bed anymore. We're wearing <laughs> masks when we're, we're around each other. But other than that, we're doing great. <laughs> Zero physical contact, yeah. but it's fine. It's no, fine, everyone. It's just coincidental. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what are you do? Open world gaming. Okay, so for us, for me, we're going to get into this a little bit. Um, I wanted to talk about it because it, it has been coming up because you have been... So you used to play it. You used to do a lot of open world gaming. Oh, yeah. And... MMO. Oh, yes? yeah. Yes, MMOs. Yeah. Um, which I knew I'm today years old when I found out that there are different things. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, the, you used what to- What she's specifically saying is open world games and MMOs. Those are not mutually exclusive. Correct. Mutually? Yes. Mutually. Mutually. Mutually is not a word. All squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are Open squares. world games. Got it. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, you've been playing Destiny. I have. Uh, streaming some Destiny with our two friend specifically. Frost. Yeah. Uh, Luke you... Filippiak is his name. Oh. Isn't that a cool name, Filippiak? he commented on the thing and I didn't put two and two together. Oh, well. He's just Frost to me. Yeah. That's his name. The funny thing is that his wife, I'm just going to out everybody. His wife's name is Asia, Okay. And so her name online, her handle is Roundhouse Kick. And okay. she will call him Frost and he'll call her Kick. And I'm like, y'all married. You need to, <laughs> yeah. Do you, Frost, well, take the, like, you Do kick. they game together a lot? They game in the same space uh -huh. a lot. And so it's just like they're she on. she is a gamer. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. I think that's the difference that I'm not really a gamer. Well, like a you, video gamer. You're doing great, babe. I mean, I have done it uh -huh. but it's not yeah a lot lately i have never streamed i've never streamed a video game i can fix that i know you could yeah yeah and i assume that well, i am it, going it, to end yes. up streaming one of these days absolutely as like a joke um like anna catches a butterfly <laughs> such uh, a good anna video. plays animal crossing or like I'd show everybody my Stardew farm or... you. So, <laughs> why, why have we missed this? What? Anna Mole Crossing. Why, why, have, we, Crossing. why have you not had an Animal Crossing stream? That would, oh. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be so... Uh, because her, I'm horrible at Tangent. It. Tangent. Please. Are you pausing? What's going on? No, no, on? no. You go ahead. I was just... I was tangenting. Okay. You go ahead. Well, anyway. So, you used to play a lot more of... Like you, you yeah. took a break. So part of it was our NAT issues and stuff was part of why you were taking a break from. Yes, yeah, so I was actually legitimately not able to play games with yeah. other people. It wasn't a voluntary break. It oh, was no. like a forced break. And we didn't have the Internet to support it. So. Right. Um, and but like early in our marriage, you did a lot. And because of some of those experiences, I have when I think of open world gaming or yeah. at least MMO sure. style ones, I have this like visceral reaction yeah like i don't it's almost like i don't want to use words like trauma or being triggered or something lightly it's not really that i don't have trauma but it does cause this like tensing up and yeah. like 
not quite skin crawly, but just like, I just, I don't like it. Like, I don't even like talking about World of Warcraft. It's just like, anytime you talk about World of Warcraft, my whole body goes. <gasps> Which is not very often. Like It isn't. Yeah, it that, isn't. That bus is coming real slow. I'm going to get out of the way of that one. No worries. Well, no, I'm just saying. So, like, it's we've joked about it uh-huh. on, um, you know, on stream yep. and, and with Frost and stuff like that. Because he's, he's like, I'm being a bad influence because y'all have been playing a lot. Uh, yeah, and I'm like texting you in the wee hours like, hey, what's up? Yeah, five more minutes, What Mom. are you doing? Um, and so we're kind of, kind of going through this journey a little bit like reestablishing because we're both in different places than we were early on in marriage when we were dealing with this. Yep. But I kind of wanted to talk about it and like just what it is, the history of it, why it's different, why open world gaming is a little bit different than just, you know, playing through Mario. Mario. Yeah, Yeah. that was what I was going to say. Oh, what? Finish each other's sandwiches. Super Mario, but I don't know. That is the correct term, yes. Yeah. Well, so anyway, what is it? What's in it? What's what's open world gaming? Because I'm assuming lots of people know, but some people might not know what open world gaming is. Yeah. So you've took you've taken a lot of notes here, and I'm very proud of you. You've done you've done you've done the research. Um, I have what one could argue as possibly being too much content. One hundred percent is too much content. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is going to be a fifteen-hour podcast. We got to get through all Anna's notes. But um, also, I mean, like, here's the deal: like, open-world gaming is, in a nutshell, and I'm not going to skirt the stuff that you have here, but in a nutshell, it is it is non-linear gaming. Mm-hmm. So, I have the freedom as my character. To not just go from point A to point B, but I can go from point A to point Z or D or E if I want to. Right. So as opposed to like a side-scrolling video game. Yes. Your traditional platformer Mario, Mm -hmm. like we Mm -hmm. talked about, Super Mario Bros. Mm -hmm. You move left to right, normally left to right only, and you're basically going on a line. There's Mm -hmm. a beginning and an end, and you Mm -hmm. don't do anything off of that path. Yeah, or anything that has like levels that you have to beat and boss yeah. it instead of like as opposed to you could do this quest or you could do that quest or you could do Yeah. You know, you have seven options right now and those options are going to if you complete them they'll open up more things, but you you don't have to go about it one way. You can right. do the there's more than one way to skin a cat in yeah. this particular format. It's, it's Burger King video game. Have it your way. Whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. And it's only getting more and more choose your own adventure as the as the years go on and games get bigger and mm-hmm. consoles and, you know, uh, computers get to be able to handle more. Mm-hmm. Um, games are getting larger. Like the thought of trying to design one blows my mind. It should. I can't like. Yeah. I, um, what was that? Um Oh, that thing on Netflix that was the like the choose your own adventure. Oh, Bandersnatch. That one, yeah. Bandersnatch. Love which was Bandersnatch. Uh, in general. I don't. I don't recommend Black Mirror stuff because it's you know can get real dicey. Yeah. But that particular episode is very interesting, and it's it, it explores this concept yep. of the open world and the choose your own adventure, multiple pathways in a in a game. Um, and it's just like my mind. I I just couldn't do it. So. Um, 
they're also called free roaming games. Some yeah. Some of them. Some of them, not all of them, because it's yeah. like you can go, especially since like, you know, 3D type of gaming and you can just, you can walk all over, all over the place, anywhere you want to go and look in under bushes and, right. um, you know, whatever. As, as much as a game is go wherever you want, do whatever you want, there are boundaries to every game. Um, mm-hmm. There's an end to the code, even with procedurally generated stuff. Mm-hmm. It'll only go so far before the game crashes or what have you. Yeah, so I was reading that some of them have this, like the ends of the map mm-hmm. are basically just an invisible wall that oh, will yeah. dump you into another portion of the map. So it feels yep. endless, but Absolutely. it's not actually endless. Yep. Well, kind of like the world is round, <laughs> feels endless. Or, or I thought you, know? you were going to say the world's not round. The world if we're going to get into flat earth it it is round though um but some of them just have like a geographical yeah like an ocean or an unscalable cliff or you know some some sort of some sort of yeah unreachable areas and then like there are people that will quote unquote glitch the game or Mm -hmm. hack the game where they'll go out of bounds Mm -hmm. and companies actually pay people to break their games Mm-hmm. They'll bring in people to play test and do all sorts of stuff. Hey, right. find a find a way that you can clip through a wall and get under the map um, so that they can go in and try and fix it. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's not what the game is designed to do. You're not supposed right. to be able to walk upside down on the water. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, there are certain things uh-huh. that they want. But but yeah, this is kind of the, the overall idea is that um, a lot of these open world games are quest driven. And so what they'll do is they'll have a main quest line that you have to do mm-hmm. um, to it to finish quote unquote finish the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but now what we're starting to see a lot of is that even after you finish the main storyline, you're still able to load the game back up and keep playing the game because there's, there's so much else to more do. More stuff to oh, do. Oh yeah. All kinds of games. And we'll get into a list of the Love Thine Air community's favorite open world well, games. Well I wanted to give just some examples yeah. of some open world games. Um, so Legend of Zelda was one, was an early one. It wasn't Are you the talking first. OG, it, 1986. Mm-hmm, the 1986 yeah, one. Yeah. Hey, we're coming up on Zelda's 35th next year. Hey, that's older than us. Uh, well, you. Not me. <laughs> it's the same age as you, I guess. Um, that was that was one of the one of the big ones, and then Grand Theft Auto Three. Yep. Was another one that I think just made that um, like market just. Like, yeah, I mean, say what you so will about it was about, like a new standard of open world. Games. Oh, absolutely! It, it was it, it was a really cool, you know, it was almost like Zelda because it was a top down, you know, um, kind of you know view. Mm-hmm. Say what you will about the Grand Theft Auto series, um, right? And, and I you mean, you probably have a lot of negative to say. That's about the it. like everybody that's knows okay. that Grand Theft that's Auto okay. has raunchy stuff. Yeah, we 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 know the title everyone. of the game is about stealing a car. Like I, <laughs> we get it, but. What it did for open world gaming, mm-hmm. like that—that that yeah, was that huge. game is as far as open world gaming. That's the one. As I was researching, they're like, that was the one. Man, Grand Theft Auto Three was like, yeah. Phew. So, um, some others you might be familiar with, uh, Super Mario sixty four. Oh yeah, a little more family friendly. Yeah, a little game we like to call Minecraft. Yes, sweet <laughs> Lord, Minecraft. That's an open world game. Obviously, World of Warcraft, which we already yep. mentioned. So Animal Crossing is kind of like middle ground because you have your island. So you have your little boundaries, but then you can go 
Yeah. To other places. So it's yeah. kind of rides the Even if even if you only had your island, it would still be considered an open world game because it's non-linear. So okay. Um, the, 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 the ability to go and you choose could be to do wanting to just buy all of the outfits Absolutely. or have all of the fruit or the bugs or yep. whatever. Uh, well, and for me, Stardew Valley, like yes. I had to ask uh, you, I'm like, does yes. Stardew Valley count as an open world game? Only 100% does it count. <laughs> so I guess I actually do like open world games. Oh yeah. But I specifically asked when I started my farm. One of my first questions to you, I didn't I didn't ask Matt. Matt gifted me Stardew Valley, for he which did. I will be grateful for a very long time. Forever. Um, but y- I asked you, like, this isn't the kind of game. This isn't like, um, oh, what was that dumb Facebook game for the long Farmville? Oh, yeah. Um, like, this isn't like Farmville or some other game where we were papaya you farmers. have you to, know we like, do you have to have friends for this game? Because <laughs> I don't want to have to have any friends. <laughs> I don't want to have to interact with any real people and be dependent on all the little things that they give me every day. You know, yeah. I'm not going to have enough sap for whatever, whatever, like if I if I don't have any friends. Oh, yeah. Lucky for you, the answer was no. No, no. They yeah. Hadn't and even, I, they had not even implemented the multiplayer experience right, in Stardew. When you which played. I have not even... I have not even dipped my toe no, I, into that because I'm like, but I'm to. not done with. That's not you. That's I'm a, it's not, not done you. With what I, I meant to look before we started recording at how many hours I have on Stardew, and it's a lot. It's it's a lot. It just says none of your business. <laughs> but anyway, I mean that's kind of interesting because we were talking about the whole yeah. MMO yeah. aspect of it, and for some like. Being able, some people don't consider it a true open world unless you can interact with other people. Yeah. Um, where, you know, I'm like that. I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be around other people. I'm yeah. Like, I, and I get what they're saying, but I, I don't think that that's what defines an open world game. That might be what defines an MMO. Mm-hmm. But you know, obviously, just by pure definition, a multiplayer, massive multiplayer online mm-hmm. game, but. You know, I, I think that there are two different experiences to be, you know, to be drawn out of this. Right. And we're going to talk a little bit about that because it's like why I guess, you know, I'm going to I'm going to bring up some of our community's input as far because I kind yeah, of put it out there. Like, that. Do you like it? Do you hate it? What's your favorite kind of thing? And some people are like they really like the open world. And then there are some people who are like, no, I want a game that tells me what to do. Yeah. And I so I think some different of it strokes. depends on. Like, why, why do you game in the first place? Like, are you looking for structure or are you looking for freedom? Yeah. And, you know, some of that depends on what is your daily job like or yeah. your life? Is Are you bound up by too much structure and you need an outlet? Or are you like, oh, my gosh, I feel like everything's out of control and I need something this big that is, like, predictable and I know what I'm doing. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. No more thank you. Um, well, let's get to some of the stuff that absolutely. the community was saying. So um, one of the th- most interesting responses that I really liked was um, from a community member, Devin Valdi- Valdivia. Yeah, he is the one who created our logo. Really? Yep. Hey, Devin. It's nice to know you yeah. a little bit better now. Much appreciated, bro. Thank you. So he was mentioning that um, he has very poor vision 
Um, and so he actually really, he says, I love open world games for many reasons, but a big one is that they allow me a sense of agency that I often feel I don't have in life. So he, as he goes on to talk, he's talking about how he has to depend on other people um, to drive him and all kinds of stuff. But so he can, even though he's in California, he can't ever just drive down the Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah. But if he plays Grand Theft Auto, he can, he can do that. And it kind of gives something back to him. Um, so you can also uh, hang glide out of a uh, moving airplane mm-hmm. or into a moving airplane in Grand Theft Auto. So he says, open world games, especially ones with modern settings, allow me to claim that sense of freedom. Um, that is so huge. Yeah. I won't park on that, but I, like, I think it speaks for itself. He says, um, I'm free to explore a world like mine at my leisure and discretion in a way I simply can't otherwise. No chauffeur or bus pass required. we. Yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. Can't get Corona from doing that. <laughs> that's true. Not yet. That's true. And I think a lot, I think for a lot of people, they're um, naysayers. Yeah. Will be like, well, you're, I mean, people just want to escape into their little video game world when there's this big, wonderful world around them. Just go outside, nerd. Yeah. When you're talking, if you're talking about a person who just can't do that, Mm, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's very exclusionary and video games give you exclusive. Is that what? No, it's not exclusionary. Is that a word? You you know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) And so your words are hard. Um, but it, when you say that, just go outside, you're assuming that somebody can't just go outside. Mm -hmm. Um, so giving them an opportunity to do something that they could not otherwise do Mm -hmm. is something that even watching a movie or reading a book, it doesn't really allow you to, to interact and, and do that. Well, and you know, watching a movie, you're at the mercy of the, the, the cinematographer. That's not a word. No, it totally is a word. Yeah. Um, well, let's get to some of these. We, yeah. We've only got a, a short amount of time here. So Luke, how do you say his last Philippiac. name? Fr- Frost says, <laughs> <laughs> um, what it pretty much comes down to is there are some I can finish and some I can't. For example, I've never finished Red Dead Redemption 1. Such a great game. Skyrim or Fallout 4 because I get so sidetracked yeah. by the side quest and burn myself out on the game before I can reach the actual ending. And I yes. think that that's a common thread as far as one of the drawbacks of of open world game is that because it can has the potential to be so big uh-huh. that it can actually become too big. Oh yeah. Sometimes it's too sprawling like on uh, as far as the map is concerned. Sometimes yeah. it's too immense on a content level that it becomes overwhelming and people some people love that and then some people are like it really, I can't. it really gets to a lot of people <laughs> and i get that and you know hey if it's too much for you honestly just step back and don't play it don't let anybody mm-hmm. bully you into playing this big game um it's especially if you're prone to any kind of addiction at all well and he specifically mentions uh, assassin's creed games because the last two that have come out have been like a minimum 100 plus yeah. hours to get through the content. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm not sure if I want to invest in the next one because I just don't know if I should do that. Which is too bad because it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Probably so. Um, one of the other things that I was exploring a little bit is for the people who, there were some people who are like, I used to really like just, you know, linear things, platform games and yeah. stuff, but then, but I, 
I, I, I enjoy, it. yeah, that kind of thing. Well, it's kind of like what is what is what causes that graduation of sort from, yeah. uh, you know, Mario to Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, is it just maturity? And and so Mitchell O'Brien, um, I asked specifically, and he he said it probably is maturity for him. Um, he says, I realize that developers want me to overturn every rock and trash can looking for something. Uh, that's how I approached Bioshock 3, which was my entry into the franchise. I was determined to look at everything and see all that I could to get the full experience that the yeah. developer wanted me to. Um, and I think, again, some of it may be may have to do with your the rest of your life situation. Yeah. That it's like, because I, I don't know that I would say open world gaming is my favorite thing. Like I really, really enjoy. <laughs> would you not? I enjoy Stardew, but that's one game. Uh-huh. Animal uh, Crossing. Uh-huh. Um, Pokemon. Open world. Is open world. But I also really like Overcooked <laughs> and like things that are very task oriented. You just like over. You just like the over stuff. Overcooked. <laughs> what oh. else is Over. Um, th- my thought, my train. Of okay. Thought. I, it, I'm, I'm getting hot. Might be having heat stroke in here. Don't have a heat stroke with your mask on. I got over and open confused as words that were the same. Oh, okay. Open world. It happens, overcooked. Happens over, to the best. Overcooked in the open world. Um, I, I will say this and then, and then I think we probably need to wrap this section up and I apologize for all of you. Thank you so much for, for submitting your stuff. Um, we will get back to you and keep, please keep engaging with the content that we have. Because it might be featured. Um, we didn't promise everything, but some of it might. I will say that I don't think that it is a maturity thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are some people who I would consider to be very mature gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, and who have been gaming for a long time. Wait, mature gamers? Like mature as far as life goes or ex- or seasoned gamers? Yeah, both and. Okay. Honestly, I would put both categories up there. That still don't enjoy the kinds of games that I do. Um, I know that I didn't really start enjoying that kind of a game until I clicked with the world, until like the story got mm-hmm. me and all that stuff. Like, You could give me the best, greatest game in the world, and I'm like, eh, I just, I'm not really into dragons right now, mm-hmm. so pass. You yeah. know? Like, I don't think it has to do with maturity. I think it has to do with content and how you engage with the content that the creator is putting in front of you. So whenever Mario went open world, um, people went crazy about it because mm-hmm. it was something that they loved and that they they were expecting that from Mario. Oh, yeah, I can go all over the place. I can go through this door. I can jump through this painting. Absolutely. And then they've continued to build on that. But just to boil it down to, well, you know, when you're older, these are the kind of games you're going to like. I just don't think that that's true. Um, because mm-hmm. there are plenty of grown adults that play just dance. <laughs> and solitaire. And solitaire. Yeah, that's not an, well, not really an open world game. And, well, isn't it though? Is it? I don't know. Well, <laughs> we were. Li- I was looking and it was saying that Go, like that very old yeah. Chinese game, you can kind of trace back open world games. Yeah. Like that was kind of an open, just because there's so many different moves. There's an, it's not like tic-tac-toe. Where <laughs> or trouble. You're not yeah. just going around yeah. a, you know, linear again. This is, this is what I'm saying. Linear. Well, well, I mean, hey, continue to engage with us in the Facebook community if you're there for Love Thy Nerd or on Twitter at Church Nerds LTN. We would love to hear from you. 
What are some of your favorite open world experiences, whether they're single player or multiplayer? It doesn't matter to us. We we just want to engage you in this conversation and let us know. It doesn't matter to us, but I might not play with you. She definitely will. Any of them. Because I, I might. just like to play them by myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I might, she might not. But hey, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back here on Back Row Radio, we're going to be talking about what does it look like to do open world gaming in a real life context in nerd culture missions. So stick, 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 stick. <laughs> Give me a second. So stay right here and we'll be back on Back Row Radio. back to Church Nerds here on Back Row Radio, the live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, lovelandnerd.com slash churchnerds. All those things I've said and will continue to say because follow us on the place where you podcast um, or listen live on the live 365 app. We are talking today about open world gaming, whether mm-hmm. that's a multiplayer or a single player experience, whatever your flavor is. We found out that Anna's is single player. Mm-hmm. And mine is multiplayer. Yeah. We didn't find that out. We knew. We we told you that that's what it was. You might have found out. Uh, I I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't think you were willing to admit. I don't it. think that I realized that Stardew Valley was open world. Fair enough. I guess I was. I mean, we've talked about this before, but I, I, <laughs> if the reason I haven't delved into the multiplayer aspect. Uh huh. Is like I'm still. I guess I somebody when I asked this question about open world gaming, they referred to themselves. I think it was Kyle Matthews was saying that um, he's a uh, a recovering completionist <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, I man, I I get that. I I feel that deeply in my soul. Just because I like to check all the box. And oh, in Stardew yeah. Valley, I just I'm not going to be able to check all the boxes. Nope. And I'm still trying to do that. But even if I did it, like. I could start another farm. I have a forest farm. I could start a different type of farm and try to do all the things on a different type of farm. But like, I think there are some updates and I'm like, what? Now I can make clothes and dye them? Uh, it's a little too close to real life. And make all the different, I don't yeah, know. I'm just like a little ass. overwhelmed because I'm trying to buy all the things. Yeah. I'm trying to make all the money. I'm trying to catch all the fish. I'm trying to be friends with all of um the villagers. I want to have as many hearts as I poss- possibly can. Sorry. I have technology that's interfering with our recording. I'm sorry everyone. Anyway, like I'm I think I have a respectable farm. I hope. <laughs> if I don't, it's embarrassing. Well, you'll never know because I mean, you're not sharing. I mean, you're six right now. Yeah. You, so you need um, some peer review. That's well, that's where I'm, multiplayer. I'm happy for it. I just got my first blue chicken. I don't even know. Two blue chickens, actually. So that sounds. Kate knows. Oh yeah, or maybe she doesn't. I don't no, know. No, she does, oh, and she, she does. only has blue chickens. Oh my gosh! Of course. <laughs> anyway, I just I didn't. It's already so big. That then to to try to add other uh-huh. like m- people into it, like real people, I'm like, what? No, I I can't. 
Well, I didn't say that to shame you. I just, that was a realization that I'm a communal gamer by heart. I want to yeah. play with people. Um, All right, but you're more willing to deal with trolls than I am, Oh, perhaps. I, yeah, I mean, I guess. I've already shared my, my, my baby mommy war things with everyone. That's fair. If someone comes through, like, just being a turd, and, you know, and there are always, everybody knows those kids are out there. Yeah. That are just trashing everybody and uh-huh. trolling everybody and cussing at everybody. And I mean, I to, like, to be fair, I'm not playing a lot of like public stuff. Yeah. I'm just playing with other people like from our community or people I know or their friends or whatever. But I'm, st- I'm still playing with other people. And like that being said, that, that has a lot to do with why I do what I do with Love Thy Nerd and mm-hmm. why I have done what I've done with Love Thy Nerd and Game Church in the past and just in general before both of those were even a a twinkle in my eye Mm -hmm. is that I am a communal gamer at heart and I just, we talk about um, this thing called the aerial complex. I just want to be where the people are. I want to see all the the children dancing. (laughs) Had the wrong aerial in my mind. No, the, like uh, an aerial view. mm, No, like the helicopter. Like the mermaid. Definitely mermaid. (laughs) And so, you know, Matt and I use that all the time. And we're like, we just want to be where the people are. Uh And so when we can't be where the people are, Rona Lisa, Uh it's very difficult for us. And so we try to find ways to do that. And I think that MMOs, it's interesting how people associate them, like people who aren't involved in them, Uh associate them with being antisocial and all of these different things when it's like no you're spending 50 hours you know a day on this game go get a life and then if i were to tell you like legitimately and this is not throwing shade in any direction but if i were to tell you some of the conversations that i've been able to have with people playing a video game Mm -hmm. um, people that i've actually legitimately prayed for Mm -hmm. playing a video game um, because you spend that much time together and you don't have any other barriers other than being able to talk. It's like a long distance relationship. Right. I mean, now there is an aspect like just like you can go through life being very, um, I guess, sort of transient and unconnected Uh uh, and not ever develop any deep relationships. And you're just, you know, you can do that online. And some people do choose oh, that yeah. very anonymous kind of thing. But there are other, especially in World of Warcraft and things like that, most people are involved in a, like, you have to get connected into a yep. community and a clan. Clan, and to guild, be part of kinship, your raids and stuff because called, yeah. you, you cannot effectively um, develop your character on your own. It's, like, you yeah. have to be helped along and so you have to make connections. You hit a glass ceiling. Right. And so... So most people do end up getting to know some people pretty well because yep. of their clan yeah. or whatever. And some of the people that do these these raids, and what a raid is is when a bunch of people get together to do one specific thing, usually one of the large end game things um, in said game. Mm-hmm. And so when you do that, you have to coordinate. Mm-hmm. The game forces community upon you when you do something like that because some of these things might take five hours to complete if everybody's doing everything correctly. Uh-huh. You have to do this at your time. Right. I have to do this at my time. I got to make sure that you stay healed. I've got to, you know, pull this guy off, get aggro. There's a lot of different things that have to go and you have to coordinate that. 
And if you don't have cohesion, you don't finish the thing. Right. So I really appreciated, especially with these MMOs, these massive multiplayer online role-playing games, RPGs, that they force community upon you whether you want it or not. Mm-hmm. There are tons of people that go throughout these games. I need you. You need me. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, yeah, a little Better codependency. Um, <laughs> healthy codependency, right? And so there are some people that go through these games just like you're talking about. I'm going to treat this multiplayer game like it's a single player experience. I'm never mm-hmm. going to talk to anybody, not going to do anything. And you do find yourself getting to a point where you can't move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we're not going to talk about limitations of why video games are or aren't a good outlet for some of these things because I think that it's different for every person. I think that if you sure. are spending you know, two-thirds of your day playing a video game, if you don't have any purpose behind that, mm-hmm. there's a problem there. I will admit that. Well, I, I mean, I, I'll just bring this up briefly. So one of the things that came up in the, in the you know, conversation online was the word addiction was brought up. Oh, yeah. Specifically with, uh, in regard to World of Warcraft. And so I was kind of going back and forth with this person a little bit as far as, you know, I kind of felt like you were reaching that point when you were involved. That's, that's the thing that yeah. scares me. That's the thing that scares me. Yeah. The raids, it's like they always happen at 2 a.m. or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and I just well, felt like we it's weren't. it's because time zones should not be a thing. <laughs> One well, time zone. Well, um, uh, hold on. I lost my train of thought. Oh, well, no. then I'll finish oh, my know. thought. Oh. It would take 10 years. 10 years, and then nobody would say, oh, man, this is weird. It would be, hey, it's 5 a.m., <laughs> and it's just 5 a.m. I remembered it. Okay, good. Well, okay, so if you are a person, I, I was talking to him. He was telling me all kind of his credentials in mm-hmm. World of Warcraft, which you can look at them. He was like, Bubba will understand wh- how much time is invested to have what I had in this game, and yeah. he ended up walking away from it. Um, And I think that... Uh, you can see the game as the enemy when really it's whether the player is healthy or not. Right. Because people do dive into, we're talking about how um, just life can be sort of like an MMO. And um, if you're at work, if you're a super successful person at work and you are there 24-7, it feels like. As as the wife, what I'm hoping is that somebody's going to be like, man, you're crushing it at work, but like, are do you ever go home? Yeah. How's your wife doing? Yeah. How are your kids doing? How's your relationship with your family right now? Because you're killing it here, but yeah. I'm a little concerned at how well you're crushing it because time doesn't come out of nowhere. No. And um, and and we've dealt with that at physical work. As well, oh, yeah. where it was Absolutely. like, you know, I need you to be here and you're doing all of these things, but it, but it's, it, you, you, you're bleeding the family dry, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And so that's what I, you know, I, in healthy guilds, in healthy communities of players and it, you starting with game church, yeah. you had some of that accountability where it's like, Hey man, we see a lot of you around here. How's family? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I need. <laughs> that's what I need. Yeah. And I think. You know, we're, we can, as intentional people in the world and in an MMO, we can provide that sort of check and balance mm-hmm. of like, hey, I care about you and I care what you're doing here, but I really care that you're healthy. Oh, yeah. And have 
a stable, you know, work situation and family situation and, you know, those kinds of things. And all of that comes with relationships and relationships like Rome were not built in a day. It takes time. It takes maybe sometimes being in a raid or, you know, spending three hours on an activity in a game right. that doesn't finish, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's happened before. And I've had to train people like, look, if you if you get into these long situations and they keep it's called wiping where your entire team dies and you have to start over. If you keep oh, wiping, no. <laughs> um, you ha- you stay you stay with it as long as you possibly can until you need to go. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the, these are some of the things that we've done. Because somebody's going to have to go eventually. Well, absolutely. And, yeah. and to be realistic, now, if you rage quit, oh, um, you guys suck, this is terrible, I'm out of here. That's that's not what we at Love Thy Nerd train people to do. We train mm-hmm. them to do the opposite of that. Hey, stick right. with it for as long as you possibly can. And then when you need to, you can back out. Don't back out because of frustration or anything like that. As weird as it is, is that demonstrates faithfulness to the people around you. Well, I mean, honestly, and this is, we're going to go ahead and start landing this plane here. The way that, that I train people and that we at Love Thy Nerd train people to conduct themselves online is the same exact way that we should be doing it in real life. Right. If, if I've got somebody who I'm in close proximity with all the time, I shouldn't just go, you know, you're stupid. I'm out of here. This is ridiculous. I can't believe you drive that car. What are you, some kind of idiot? You're... And, Attention-seeking and gift-grabby. Absolutely. <laughs> you stay in that Facebook group. And so, I mean, it's the hope is that you would try to reconcile with that person and that you would try to build or continue to build upon the relationship that you have with that person so that you can make an impact for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Like that is, that's our main quest, mm-hmm. all right, in this open world MMO that we are all playing whether we like it or not called life this is what we're doing as christians our our main quest is to draw people closer to god Mm -hmm. to introduce them to this jesus that we know is so awesome and we want to bring more people on put more people on that bus as we go through so we do have side quests though Mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna go and i'm gonna I'm going to get involved with Love Thy Nerd here. I'm going to go and, you know, do church here. I'm going to get a job here. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have, like, these are all, these are all side quests that aren't, it's, it's not that they're not important because they most certainly are important. But the thing is that there is still a main quest that we need to hold to. Um, mm-hmm. So, so it's been really good for me to see. And when you brought this up a couple of weeks ago and you're like, hey, I want to talk about open world gaming. Um, I don't know if there's anything there or not. Like, is is this just words or is this something we can talk about? Like, this is exactly where my mind went was, oh, I already know the spiritual aspect of it because this is what I've been doing for almost a decade now. Like, officially with an organization is when I play a game, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to play. <laughs> this is going to sound stupid. I'm. Not, it's not that I'm going to play like Jesus would play. Um, because I think he would be way better than I am at a lot of these games. But I'm going to play with intentionality. I'm going to play with a relationship in mind. I'm going to play with the hope that you are going to, A, either come to a realization that Jesus is the best possible answer for your life, or B, like maybe even Z, at the very least, you're going to see that not all Christians are turds. And if I can change your mind about Christianity in general, 
that is a great starting point because I personally do not know, and none of us do, where we are in the line of events for that person. I don't know if I'm harvesting. I don't know if I'm planting. I don't know if I'm anything in between. Um, so if I just do the things that I know God has called me to do in a gaming context, in real world context, in all that stuff, then I'm able I'm able to be way more effective than if I was just like, you know what, I just I just want to play video games, play video games. Um, I just want to, I, I know that you want to get on, you want to, you want to run something. I'm not interested. Look, man, had a long day. Like I have to fight against some of that stuff sometimes when they're like, Hey Bubba, you want to get on, you want to play this? Sometimes the answer is no. <clears throat> so are you saying that playing Stardew Valley for several hours by myself to avoid people is bad? I don't think that escapism <laughs> is bad. I just think that if every single time I sit down and that's my idea is like, I don't, I just... I don't want to be around anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to, I want to completely get away. That is, it's probably <clears throat> symptomatic of something larger going on in your life. Compartmentalization. Well, I think to a degree that that's okay. Yeah. I mean, again, I this think, is like, if it's, if it's symptomatic, if it's, well, if I just it's think something, if there's no, if there's no point in your life, which you're intentional, like if somebody is at work yeah, and they are very intentional about, you know, getting real Christian-y for a second, like being the hands and feet of yep. Jesus and, you know, serving people and being faithful and, you know, just demonstrating Christ's love to people all day at work. And then they want to compartmentalize and come home and just play Stardew Valley or whatever. They're not playing Stardew Valley. Nobody, yeah. But, you know, that's... But, okay, so that's... And that's what I'm saying. Like, I agree with that because mm-hmm. that's me. I, I am an extrovert, mm-hmm. big-time extrovert. Um Sometimes you can go so hard that you just need to not be around anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. But just tell them that you have the coronavirus and yeah. to go, go away from you. But the, but the deal of it is is if when I when I when I shun people when I push people away, whether it's in game or or in real life or whatever you know, and this this MMO that we're all playing, if I push people away because I just don't want to be around anybody right now, mm-hmm. what am I saying to that person? How, how am I making that person feel? Because I don't know what it is that they're going through. Mm-hmm. God may be trying to bring us together. Yeah. So I again, keeping my mind on the main quest that I'm doing helps me to just, this is going to sound stupid, just to be a better person, to not be such you know, a tool all the time that's just like, you know what, I am just not feeling it right now, so let's not. Because, I mean, Anna, you can vouch for this. When you're like, hey, what do you want to do? I'm like, nothing. I don't mm. want to do jack or squat. And if we did them both at the same time, I might be okay with that. <laughs> and so, like, I my my default is just to chill. Mm. I don't need people around. I don't need to be entertained. But that is where that's where I thrive is in community. That I, I thrive with other people around. And it's not because I need to entertain or I need to turn it on or anything like that. It's just like I, I get why we're supposed to be a communal people. I get why we're supposed to have that intentional fellowship, that koinonia, um, you know, between believers. I get that, and I just want to share that with as many people as I can, even if I need to be nudged in that direction. So, 
When I'm asking you to do stuff, it's like mow the lawn. And that's never okay. Like that's not, I I abandon that quest anytime it gets picked up. Like how does this keep getting in my inventory? That's one of those um, repetitive side quests. Yeah, it's real grindy. uh It's just like, it it doesn't give me as much experience as I hoped it would. So it's it's not. It's just not worth it. Yeah, just let the grass grow. It's just going to grow again. You know, what's the point? Exercise and futility. Yeah, get get one of these other noobs that need to level up in this house <laughs> and let them go grind it out. They're not tall enough to be behind they, the lawnmower yet. Well, we'll just... get them. We'll get them uh, high heels or something. I don't know. Well, uh... I really hope that uh, that you all have have gotten something out of this and that you've kind of seen the correlation between. Um, the beauty of like in-game open worlds and how how freeing it can be. Or if you're somebody who doesn't like that and really needs to follow the linear path, that that's okay too. But also seeing the correlation between how life is basically an open world MMO. Um, and I would encourage you to embrace that. Um, I think that's, that's kind of beautiful, if I do say so myself. Uh, wink. Well, hey, we're going to take another short break. And when we come back, we are going to have our Church Nerds Memory Verse and our nerdy recommendation of the day right here on Back Row Radio. recommendation is uh, you might get sick and tired of hearing about this and guaranteed you will yeah um spoiler alert i don't care um <laughs> if you if you're sick and tired of hearing about it then register for ltn con that's going to be at ltn con c-o-n dot info that's ltn con dot info this is our online dot gov. Don't you dare ruin this. <laughs> I need you to go to LTN.com. See, you made me mess up. <laughs> LTNCon.info. And uh, we really, really would love to have you there. It's free. It's 100% free for you to come and attend. We have two days, October the 3rd and the 4th, jam packed with stuff. Yeah. Only you know what you don't have? Started Valley. Craft time. Oh, that's true. Well, that's not my fault. I so we, uh, before Rona hit, um, I was really hoping. So we had LTN Con last year yeah. in Dallas, and um, we encourage people. You know, bring your bring your spouse, bring your kids. We want to make it as family friendly as we can. Yep. But not everybody. You know, when you go to a conference and it's like, I need to go to every single thing. And then you kind of get tired. Mm, yeah. And so we want to make room for kind of like restful life giving things. And I was like, you know what? I think some people might like is craft time. Crafting color room. <laughs> so yeah. I wanted to like get together with Madeline Turnipseed, who's one of our uh, writing. She's a member of our writing team. Yep. She's a crocheter. And I'm like, I think I think we should... Uh, we should do a little craft time. I think the kids would like it. I think certain spouses would yeah. like it. It would just be fun and just goofy and silly. Oh, yeah. But you're, but, yeah, but was, we can't do it. I was really looking forward to finally getting a knit Baby Yoda. Um, but I guess it's just not in the stars. So, Well, joke's on you. It would have been crocheted. So, uh, Well, we'll never know, will we? Um, no, we will not. So 
all that stuff aside, sorry, we're not going to have that, but we are going to have a lot of other great stuff. We've got multiple tracks that you can follow. So we've got a full day. If you just wanted to sit on Love Thy Nerd's Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash love thy nerd, that's where all this is going to be broadcast on. You could just sit in front of there with your box, your box of popcorn. Nobody needs a box of popcorn. Maybe, maybe they do. We don't know them. Your jar of popcorn, and uh, you could just watch that. And your um, what are those? Jiffy Pop. Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) And you could just sit there in front of the the screen and just watch the main stage, and it's gonna have all of the keynotes and all of the breakouts right there. But if you want to follow a track, you want to see. Maybe Manny Tremblay do some live art in our comics track. I was wondering track. if you were going to name drop. Oh, absolutely, yes. Um, or if you want to go over in our tabletop track and play Deliverance by Andrew Lowen, you can do that. We're going to have some opportunities for you guys to experience other things. And we have uh, the four main tracks that we have. Like I mentioned, it was comics, tabletop, video games, and we even have an, an otaku track. Okay. And then the crafts track. No, we don't. Dang You're going to do crafts on your own. Yeah. <sighs> BYO crafts. So. Okay. Uh, DYL crafts. Do your own crafts. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, but like I said, it's 100% free. But if you do want some sweet stuff, we've got some physical name badges that we're going to send yep. you. Um, we also have uh, some lanyards. We've got buttons. We've got stickers. Uh, we've got a an LTN Con shirt. We've got an LTN play mat. We have a limited one-time only run of the coolies, which are these uh, face coverings that we have. You're only going to be able to get these slash, specific ones. Slash super cool scarves. Scarves, yeah. LTN buffs, as they were. Head sweaty head covers. Yep, tube top. Yep. Um, real whatever tight. You, whatever you want to do with it. Kitty cat tube top. <laughs> um, but if you want to get all that stuff, you can get it a la carte, mm-hmm. or you can just do what I recommend, and that's join the Hundo Club. Bundle, bundle, bundle. Yeah. For a hundred dollars, you get all those things that I just mentioned, and you also make a thirty dollar donation to LTN for the work that we do here because. Sweet. Ministry costs money, and we literally could not do this without you. So, uh, also, oh wait, no, I, that's a spoiler. I don't want to spoil something. Yeah, maybe don't spoil. Maybe no, sh- we we do have some surprises. I don't um, want to give. I, I'm not sure what's a surprise and what isn't a surprise, and so I'm just gonna. If stop you're talking. worried about it, it's su- probably a surprise. The surprise is not crafts. <laughs> well, maybe it I is now. That. Who knows? <laughs> but it's a plastic g- canvas, um, LTN. Uh, emblem perfect Just kidding. i can't wait and Do you it's going to be plastic canvas is yeah it's going to be crocheted no what no so you're going to want to head over to ltncon.info and register for that october the third and the fourth all online and the beauty of it is after each thing airs you're going to be able to go back and watch the video so if you want to go back and view something or after you're done or maybe you're working that weekend we got you covered mm-hmm. don't worry about it mm-hmm and you will have an opportunity that's to buy the this That's the beauty swag. of online cons. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't yep. have to have to be in the moment. And then or Matt, take off of work Matt, or buy well, a plane ticket. I have told numerous people to take that weekend off. <laughs> <laughs> I have. But wow. Matt and I, Beard Bros and our friends, some of the friends there in Louisville, um, we're going to be playing games online, our uh, streaming games 
Mm-hmm. From like 7 p.m. Central to midnight. You actually are buying a plane ticket. I am going to leaving, leaving yeah. me. Yep, I am. Us on a jet plane. Don't know when I'll be back again. I do. Yeah, it's on the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would love for you to be a part of that. And if you have any questions, just hit us up online at uh, you can do at Church Nerds LTN or at Love Thy Nerd on Twitter. Either of those. Or if you have our contact information, please please contact us. But that is the nerdy recommendation for everybody until it's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. LTN until it, until it is behind us, which is soon because it's Very like soon. coming up really quick. Oh here. yeah, yeah. Um, actually sneaking up on me. From well, the, sneaking up on you from the front, like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not really aware of what's going on in my life right now. Fair enough. So that's just how it is. But we do have our LTN memory verse. Church nerds memory verse. I said LTN. You did. It's uh, you're not incorrect. You're just wrong. It was yeah. close. Yeah. So it was close. Um, you would think that I would remember that since I'm on this podcast. You're pregnant. It's uh... um, coronavirus. <clears throat> okay, here it is though. Mark sixteen fifteen. Heard of it? It's pretty easy. Uh, he said to them. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Very simple. That's the main quest. Dot, folks. dot, dot, or else. <laughs> no. No, no, or else. No, no. There are lengthier uh, oh, yeah. versions of this verse in other gospels, but Mark kept it pretty short and sweet, so that's what we're going to do. Yeah. I like that. That's the main quest. So if you need to know what to do or you have any questions, that's it. Go out into this open world and preach the gospel. Well, we want to say thank you guys so much for hanging out with us here on this episode of Church Nerds. Be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show and other shows and podcasts and videos and all sorts of good things. And if you'd like to directly support our mission for Love Thy Nerd and become a financial partner with our ministry, please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. And don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com, and that actually does give us a small kickback from your purchases at absolutely no extra cost to you. I'm still not sure I'm doing that right. You tried to are fix my phone. Are you kidding me? I bought something today, but it didn't. I like when you did it the other day. It just was not. up and now. And when I bought something today, I was like, it'll just come up. And then I don't think it did. I will. Uh, internet, don't worry. I will check. <laughs> this is this is egregious. Egregious. I'm sorry. I did think about it, though. At least it was in my mind. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. Hey, you can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms. And as always, right here on Back Row Radio each and every Friday morning. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And if no one else tells you this, remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd.